Hello everybody and welcome back to the Marketing Freaks podcast. In this episode we're going to be talking about creative, but talking about creative from the perspective of driving conversions. So joining me for this conversation is Kat from our paid social team. We're going to be talking about our approach to this. So how we create testing plans, what goes into those testing plans, and how to judge and measure what ad creative is really driving you towards your goal of increased revenue and improved ROAS. As always, genuinely hope you find this episode valuable. If you do, please come and consider subscribing. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the usual places. Come and give us a follow. It's hugely appreciated. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Here we go. Kat, thanks for coming back to the podcast for this is your second episode now, isn't it? It is my second episode. Yeah, I'm excited. Hey, excellent. And today we're going to be talking about creative, but from the point of view of driving conversions. Yes. Which I think when you're talking about creative within the context of performance marketing, ultimately the creative and your ad creative and your copy has to sell. I mean, yeah, that's the whole point, <laughs> driving those conversions. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, that's the most important factor, I think, yeah. Yeah, which is the whole thing about performance, right? And yeah. um, I think when you start to talk about things like creative, there's a tendency or a danger to start getting distracted. Well, not distracted, but going down the route of being a bit too creative and not thinking enough about what's going to sell. yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think when it comes to creative, it's very different in terms of kind of organic and paid. So something that might work on organic isn't going to necessarily work for paid at all. Definitely. Um, And I think it's really important, like if you've got a sale, to put what the sale is within the creative. I think think a lot of the time, if you have 70% off, that's what's going to stand out. Not necessarily a photo of... uh, a pair of trousers or something you you need to know what the offer is but I think people do sometimes get a bit in their head though about creative so you need to try lots of different things to see what works and and a lot of the time people might do the same thing all the time yeah and others might do things completely differently all the time so it's kind of it's finding that balance between the two I think definitely and from your perspective your job role here at Overdrive means that you're working on lots of different clients in lots of different sectors yeah. <laughs> that will all require different creative mm. and different messages will sell for one. They definitely won't work for another. So to your point, you can't just do the same thing because yeah. it will never work for... If it works for one person, it doesn't mean it's going to work for someone else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Looking at like your competitors as well, that's really important. But what they're doing might not necessarily work for you. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's good to test and, and see if it, it does. It, you actually might be surprised, but don't be surprised if it doesn't work. Yeah, definitely. And how do you approach it in your head? So when you're taking on a new client, um, you're spinning plates between different clients and you have to quite quickly get to the point where you understand what ad creative is going to work for that client. How do you balance all of that in your head, mm-hmm. I guess? I think um, starting with the basics is really important. So having the right placements, so single images, um, you've got GIFs, you've got carousels, making sure you've got the right placements that's going to work for you. Um, I think another important factor is knowing 
knowing what are best sellers for your brand. So um, sometimes it's good to test some things that don't sell as often, but having the best sellers so you know that's what's going to, that you've already driven sales to those products is also very important. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think the final thing is, is having a look at your brand and figuring out exactly what your messaging is going to be for paid. Um, it might be slightly different to your organic uh, social that you've been running, but it's important to kind of align so that if someone knows your brand in terms of social, if they see a paid ad, they also know it's you immediately with, without even thinking about it. They know it's you. Um, yeah. Obviously, the big brands in the world have done this really well. You've got Nike, you've got McDonald's you know their logos, you know exactly who they are immediately. And I think even for a small brand, that's quite important to get right. You have, you you can obviously change that at a later date. Obviously a lot of brands do kind of big overhauls and, and change their logos, change their fonts, change their colors. Um, but being consistent with it, I think is really important um, just so your audience know exactly who you are. Yeah, and also again, once you start to understand what, is converting in terms of imagery or video still remaining consistent as you roll out new variants yeah yeah definitely you know and just basic stuff like the colors yeah um, the, the style yeah um the, the tone yeah. yeah yeah exactly yeah. like it has to stay consistent mm. and yeah even if you're smaller and you're building up that brand recognition like you say it's still massively important yeah i think i think sometimes it does get missed um, but if you've got, if you've got your your logo on the ad, um, if it's in the corner or something, if it looks different from ad to ad, then it's not you're not going to remember it. It's yeah. not going to be something that's going to stand out to you. Yeah. Um, I think another important thing with creative, which I think everyone should know, it is is just keep testing because something that hasn't converted in the past give it a year and it might convert now. I think all the changes within within the accounts and and, and the systems and things it, it it's constantly changing. So it's it's important to keep testing, test again, have the results. Okay, why is it not worked? Work that out. Um and just yeah, test test and test again, I think. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And definitely want to talk about an an approach to testing and testing yeah. plans. Um once you start rolling out these tests, Obviously, when you go into Facebook ads or any ad platform, really, there's so many metrics there. So yeah. click-through rate, CPC, um, CPMs, the whole shebang, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, if we're talking about measuring creative mm -hmm. based on what's selling, I imagine the key metrics that you're, you know, when you're looking at a big list of creative, you're looking at ROAS, yeah. CPA. Yeah. How important are the other metrics? I think they're important in terms of knowing when an ad has kind of lost its bite with the audience. So ad fatigue is uh, is important to use the other metrics. Things like click-through rate and checking the engagement on your ads is really important. So what are people saying? Are they engaging with it? Um, I think it's important to have a member of the team checking in on this probably maybe once a week or, or more frequently depending on how much engagement you're getting. Yep. Um, but just checking the ads and checking the comments and, and reading them is hugely important. But I think the other metrics are important in knowing when a creative is, is coming to its end and you need to start thinking about what's the next step for the for, for the brand and for the team. Yeah, definitely. I think you have to, those other metrics give important context. Yeah. And yeah. kind of 
can be really helpful in pre-warning yeah. that your you know, highly converting ad may be about to kind of reach the end of its yeah. life, I as think it were. I think everything does come to an end, so... All good things come to an yeah, end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think... I think an ad can do really well and, and we tend to say to clients between six to eight weeks is when we kind of start thinking about changing ads. But it is important to kind of keep an eye on those metrics and if it is still performing well, there's no point in changing it because you know it's yep. working. Yep. Um, but if it's, you, you, I think you can quickly make a decision on whether something is working and it isn't working based on obviously the purchases and the CPA, but also looking at those other metrics like click-through rate impressions and yep. looking at the engagement. Yeah. Yep. And then the big question really is when you start to see an ad that's been doing really well historically and it's been driving great revenue and the ROAS is brilliant and it starts to tail off, mm -hmm. the skill is in understanding the, okay, now what yeah. bit. And I think that comes down to having a really thorough testing plan yeah that you've put together at the beginning um you've got a roadmap yes it might change but it takes away the element of having to think in the moment yeah you know um so in terms of testing plans mm -hmm. what should they look like what should they include uh, what's the approach to creating a very thorough methodical creative testing plan so i think i mean there's there's loads of things that you can think about um I think it's important to work in, in quarters, so Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4. And I think you start at the end. So figure out what you want to know and then work out how you're going to work out what you want to know. So if you want to know uh, what what's going to be your best offer, uh, is 70% going to work better than two for one? So you've got two two creatives, both with different offers, you now know that's what you're going to test. You know exactly what you want the results to be. You know the clear KPIs and now you can set it live. Um, in terms of kind of creating a testing plan for Q1, I think there's a number of things you can do. You can have, okay, we want to test these two creatives against each other. The top performing one we want to test against this next creative. The then top performing one you test against another creative. Um, I think it is really important though to, if you're testing creatives, don't just change a small element so don't say oh maybe a pink background might work better than a blue background I think it's important to use completely different imagery um, to get a good understanding of what's worked and what hasn't worked I don't think yeah. I don't think there's much point in changing the color of things yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah well maybe once you're really into the you know you're six 12 months down the yeah, line yeah. right but I think you're absolutely right at the beginning it's testing big changes to yeah. see big outcomes. So um, often talk about kind of themes of creative. So yeah. is it a human being using the product? Yeah. Or is it a picture of the product? Yeah. And if it's a picture of the product, is it on a white background or is it in situ? Yeah. Is it a video or is it a GIF? Or And then that, I think, gives you the quickest learnings. Yeah far more than oh let's yeah yeah i think yeah put a I different think, gradient on the yeah. background and i think if you're if you if you're starting new to kind of advertising i think getting those big learnings is really important um the small learnings can come a bit later um but it is understanding those kind of big things yeah but with the creatives i mean 
we're talking about just creators, but you can you can test the copy, you can test the creative, you can test the call to actions, the different placements, the different types of ads you can run. There's so many things that you can test. That's why having a rigorous kind of clear testing plan on exactly what you want to learn, exactly what you want to know, and the KPIs that you're going to be looking at to know that is really, really important. Otherwise, you're just going to get in a big muddle and you're not going to learn anything, yeah, I don't think. Definitely. Yeah. And I, that helps. And again, I think one of the big points here is that it should be quite black and white. Yeah. So you've got your main KPI. Mm-hmm. You've got a target for that KPI, yeah. which is a specific number. And if an ad is above it, great. And if an ad's below it, then you know you need to improve. Yeah. And it it makes it as black and white as it possibly can be. And yeah. I, I always feel like, particularly with creative, when there's opinions involved, yeah, <laughs> that's important, Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think it's also important to remember that it's, although you might think something is incredible and you, you're, it's the best image you've ever taken and, and it's going to work really well, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Turn it off. Like... I think people can get hung up on on things that they really think want to work. They think it's going to work, but the platform's pretty quick in judging whether it's going to work or not. It might it might be that you try it at a, a later date and it could work then. Um, but don't get hung up on things. I think is really important. Um, you've got the data there. You've got the numbers. Yep. You can see whether it's working or not. Yep. I think another thing is, you can learn pretty quickly whether something's not working. Yeah. And I think it's important to kind of give it enough time to see whether it works. But if it's if, if you can see pretty immediately it's not working, then that's it. That's done. Just move on. Move on. Yeah. That, get get your next test ready. Because Definitely. Because you don't have that much time to... You need to constantly be testing. So if, if you know immediately something's not working, then ditch it. Yep. Get and a you've new learned test going. something. It's not yeah. a negative. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not a negative. Yeah. Um, right, let's hold it there and do uh, what is a new segment for 22, <laughs> um, Tip of the Week. Yeah. Welcome back to... I got a tip for you. Tip of the Week. This better be good. What's your Tip of the Week, Kat? Uh, my Tip of the Week, John, <laughs> is um, I think branding is super important. So... As I mentioned previously, it's the ability for your audience to see your creative or or your ad and know exactly who you are without even knowing. Um, As I mentioned, Nike have done this really well with the tick. You know exactly who they are immediately. So things like having the right logo on the ads, keeping the same font, um, the color scheme, um, having those guidelines before you start is 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 going to be really important in making your audience know and remember who you are. Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful tip, Kat. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so, um, before we end, I really wanted to talk about copywriting mm-hmm. because so often when there's conversations around creative, it's all about the imagery, the design, yeah. video which is all amazing stuff, mm. absolutely amazing stuff, but there's such a skill in copywriting yeah, yeah. that <laughs> it's so important, mm. you know? So um, how do you approach copy? Um, what would you recommend to someone who's maybe struggling to get some copy that's resonating or copy that's selling? Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on copywriting? So copywriting I completely understand it can be really difficult um getting the tone of voice right for the brand is really important and if you're not that familiar with the brand or or you haven't quite worked the tone of voice out that can be really difficult yeah um 
I think other important things to look at if you are kind of in a bit of a rut with the copywriting is look at what your competitors are doing. Um, see whether it kind of resonates with you. Is, is what they're saying working for you? Then try it out with your ads. Obviously, don't copy it word for word, but <laughs> a variation of it. Um, and I think um, another thing is what has worked for you in the past? What has resonated well with your audience? And kind of incorporate incorporating that into kind of what you want to use now. Um, so yeah, I think there's there's a couple of things there that you can do. But if if I'm if I'm a bit stuck, I obviously I look at what's worked in the past and I look at what competitors are doing. And also in your day to day kind of going about scrolling down your Instagram feed or your Facebook feed, see what ads are standing out to you and why. Yeah. Um, it could be that there's an emoji being used or there's capitalization or it's short and sweet or it's long and informative. Um, there's so many different things you can do with copy, but it, it it's not that it doesn't matter what it says, but I think the creative kind of stands out a lot and the copy kind of go, goes along with the creative. So it, yep. it's, it's, it's a bit second best to what the, the creative says, but I think adding a bit of story to the creative with the copy is also something that you can look at. Making it play together. Yeah, yeah, yeah working yeah. it together, yeah. I think your point about just as you're scrolling through your feed and your day-to-day life, yeah, the point about just being aware of what you're seeing and, yeah. you know, oh, why are they doing that? And how can I, what could I say that's slightly different? Or yeah. it's such an important thing that... Mm so many people forget because you get into this tunnel of right (laughs) i'm in the platform doing my job step one step two step three step four Mm. that people forget to just look at other ads in situ and scribble it down take a little screenshot yeah and just building up your own bank of ads that have stood out to you Mm. or the opposite and (laughs) you know using that as a reference i think is is really really strong as well i think i think a lot of people are especially last year, user-generated content, so UGC content, really stood out um, to to a lot of uh, brands and they used it more within the advertising. So when you're scrolling through your feeds, you might not necessarily notice that it's an ad. Um, And I think this year that will continue. I think it's important that sometimes sometimes some brands, it's important to not make it look like an ad. Yeah. and I think if you're more aware of that, that it might not look like an ad, you'll be more aware of seeing it in your feed and, and noticing it. But I mean, I, I get stuck in the rut of just scrolling and not noticing anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think, think everyone does. Do. I think we all do. Yeah. Um, but look, I think it's that was really interesting and so many points there about making sure that you're you know, planning and driving your content or creative rather towards a point that you're driving more revenue was super interesting so look Kat thanks so much for that um very interesting very useful I'm sure everyone else has found that useful too and uh don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you next time thanks thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed that episode please do come and subscribe join us for future episodes where we talk about the ins and outs of running paid media and driving improved conversions and revenue for your business see you next time